Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We are uh, taping this on the day after the passing of David Bowie. So our uh, our goal is just to get the fuck through it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. We're just we're just gonna yeah. power through it. London, you feeling good? Yeah. <laughs> shaky, shaky. Oh. The whole world is shaky right now. But you know what? The guy lived and died with intention and purpose. Yep. Like yep. he was he was beautiful and 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 passionate to the very end. He orchestrated his own exit. Who gets exactly. to do that? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. He got to he's I think he's the only one. And yeah. that seems right. Yeah. He bent illness to his artistic will. That's without, incredible. Without, without being without it just being decadent or fucking it off. He yeah. made you think only with the 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 Black Star video that this jeweled skull inside the major tom and all right. this cult, you know these are all the remnants of what he's left behind but they get celebrated and, and danced about in a very weird way. It's Yeah. It's strangely uplifting in its own way. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it also seems like he's just going back to his own planet now. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's a better way of looking at it, isn't it? For sure. He did his time so perfectly, and now he, you know. Yeah, and he's left ours a lot shinier. Yeah. And glitterier. Exactly, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And weirder. Yes. Yeah. Right on, yeah. David Bowie. Thank Hell you. Yes. We approved. Thank of you, you, Davey. And you're listening to International Waters. Playing for the country who spawned the deadliest weapon the world has ever seen, Ricky Gervais with a tiny little glass of beer. <laughs> he's a stand-up. He's the creator of UK TV's Bull. Welcome back, John Luke Roberts. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Hello, John. It's Mike should... McShane. Uh, Foxy told me you just played your first D&D game. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did just play Dungeons and, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, I think, would that's be a more exciting That's the Carnival Circus yeah. one. Yeah. I want to play did Dungeons you? and Dragons. Uh, also playing for Team UK from Channel 4's Catastrophe and the Do the Right Thing podcast. She's Margaret Caborn Smith. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. MCS. How are you? Thank you. Yeah, very well. Well, no, I'm not, but we're all pretending to be yeah. fine, aren't we? <clears throat> oh, how British. Yes, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's We're not good at that over here. Uh, all right, so Team UK, you've got six names among you. That's fantastic. Uh, it's a double-barrel, <laughs> three-name spectacular. So I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this particular moment in time. Um, we're going to go for scum. <laughs> it's largely because it's the quickest word it's you can say. It's a very fast word. And so we think it will give us a competitive advantage. Yeah. Uh, what was that again? Scum. 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 Yeah. Scum. It's a very British word, too. Yeah, I love it. I love you it. You don't All have right, scum. scum. Yeah, we do. Well, it's either going to be that or a nation mourns to kind of emotionally manipulate <laughs> maybe <laughs> a slight victory. In the, but we thought yeah. scum was quicker. Scum is great. And if you, if you don't think we have scum, you've not been watching CNN uh, over the last few months. Uh, playing for the nation who refuses to accept Syrian refugees but welcomes Ricky Gervais. He's a comedian and the voice of Big Bill on Wayward Pines. We're so happy to have him. It's Mike McShane. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm very well, man. I just got in and 
I'm loaded up with coffee and a day old donut and ready to fly, man. Yeah, you're ready to fucking do this. I can tell. You got shorts on and you're you're you 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 are dressed appropriately. I'm a fat bandy legged old man oh, now. Stop it, <laughs> stop it. I won't have that kind of talk. Uh, also playing for Team US, he is a uh, a vice contributor. He has successfully raised money for Planned Parenthood by trolling Ted Cruz, which makes me so happy. Ted Cruz <laughs> is in many ways the anti David Bowie, right? Like yeah, he's the, he's the mm. opposite. He's never inspired anyone. Right. Uh, he's a phony, he, the biggest phony. He's a, an incredible phony. He's never reinvented himself except to make Republicans like him more. Right. He is sort of transforming himself into Anne Ramsey from Throw Mama from the Train. I don't know if you've noticed recently. <laughs> In looks, that we all want to throw him from a train? Yeah. He looks like a melting uh, Quentin Tarantino right He now. looks like a uh, like if a bird became a person and then was melted. Yeah. yeah. You know, he kind of looks like a superhero that was left in a microwave. For sure. And also lied and it damaged his soul. And, all right, oh, I mean, yeah. We could do this all day. Yes. Uh, yes, we could. But welcome, Josh Androsky. Hello. Uh, Team US, what is your buzz in word? What do you think? Um, there's something Cruz says that's a... Uh, uh, what about just lies? lies? There we go. Yeah. Nicely done. Lies versus scum. Oh, yes. Jesus. This is punk as fuck. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. We, we switch that around from time to time. So try being less of a smart-ass... Or a smart ass, as they say in the UK. And just try to be smart. <laughs> uh, buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. You know how to do this. It's a game show. Uh, all right. So we're taping this, as I said, on the day, uh, at, well, a couple days after the, uh, the passing of uh, David Bowie. Team UK, you're in the actual studio where Tony Visconti worked with David Bowie. Is it just like, is, wow. are there just spirits just popping off? It's sort of like a normal recording studio. It's been modernized since then, and it doesn't really look very special. No. Luke. <laughs> How effortlessly British photo. of you! The, oh, the vibe is amazing. Well, the vibe's amazing. It. We can feel it. Oh, it's buzzing right, here. Good, good, good. Lie to me if you have to. Uh, all right. So everybody <laughs> is still, of course, shell shocked from this. But which of these was not an actual tribute from America for Britain's freakiest pop god? Was it A. Eminem's Instagram, which uh, featured a sad brown Eminem with the Ziggy Stardust uh, uh, lightning thing <laughs> going down his face? Uh, B, Cincinnati Zoo naming a penguin David Bowie, or C, Kanye West tweeting that Bowie was one of my most important influences. Lies. Scum. Yeah. A. It's a right. That's right. Yeah. Hey, Eminem's did not do that, but, you know, the week is young. Yes. Oh, I thought you said Eminem had done that. Yes, I thought Eminem had done oh, that as well. Oh, no. But it was M&M's. particularly clever. Eminem's. Yeah, he's not self-aware enough to do that. No, he's really <laughs> 100% not. Plus, he's trying like, to hammer something out right now. That ain't going to happen for him. No, no. Oh, God. All right. All right. We're moving on. More Hollywood news. On January 8th, the world's biggest drug pink, kingpin, pinkin, the world's <laughs> biggest drug penguin, uh, El Chapo, <laughs> was recaptured by the Mexican government. What mistake led to El Chapo's capture? Oh, scum. Yeah. It was that actor who is called Sean Pertwee. No, that's the wrong one. Ah! There was an actor John who... John Pertwee. No, 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 he wasn't a Pertwee, but he was Pencil. Sam... John Pencil. Sam Pencil. Sam, Sam Pencil. Pencil. You're Sam absolutely Wood. correct. He tried yeah. to develop a biopic with Sean Penn, uh, and it uh, yeah, and it led the authorities directly to him. Uh, spending an afternoon with Sean sorry, Penn sorry. would make me want to go to jail. Right? I turned myself in. Yeah. John, Did you Luke? say I was absolutely correct? Because I don't <laughs> yes. think that's quite accurate. <laughs> yeah. In spirit, you were correct. Okay, thank oh, you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst thing El Chapo ever did was trust Sean Penn. Yeah, yeah. And it's was also it, like I think the world now understands why Charlize Theron just didn't return his calls. Yeah, like she ghosted, and now we get it. Yes, because El Chapo's girlfriend hooked him up, Sean Penn and him. They, really, so yeah. really. You should get to know each other. So this is really she's like the triangle of shit here. 
<laughs> yeah, how do you know both El Chapo and Sean Penn? Yeah. You gotta be pretty bad. Yeah. <sighs> All right. I don't want to talk about Sean Penn anymore. Yes. For a bonus point, add drugs to a movie. For example, Citizen Cocaine or the uh, heroine credible Burt Wonderstone. Uh, I love our writers. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, there's something about yes. marijuana. Uh, yes, oh. absolutely. Point to you. Lies. Yeah. The hateful eight ball. Yes. <laughs> oh, eight balls are hateful. Anyone else? Lies. Yeah. Rohypnol and Juliet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll take that. Franco oh. Zeffirelli's. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to see that movie, but I'll take it. I can only think of the TV show Mike and Molly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which would be really fun, just like a big a big dude. Yeah. Who, like, I think is a mailman, just rolling yeah. his balls off. Yeah. Is every big fat dude on CBS a, a mailman? Is that like a, I feel like some sort of a tie-in yes. with UPS? It's part of the Kevin James trifecta. Yeah. Scum. Yeah, 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 get in there. E.T., but the E stands for ecstasy. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Lies. Yes. I'll be right here. Yeah. Dank shadows. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scum. Mm-hmm. Death becomes heroine. Sure. Uh, lies. Burn a hole oh. right through you. Uh-huh. The Wizard of Ounce. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. In print and in word. That's very nice. <laughs> Thank That's you. very well done. Scum. Yes. Meth becomes heroin. <laughs> yes. Two points for that one. All right, we're moving on. Uh, question number three. Superfood news. It's January, so everyone's talking about the latest wonder food that'll make you live forever. Or feel like you're living forever when you get to talking to somebody about it at parties. We've had kale. We've had seaweed. We've had chia seeds. This year, a surprising British delicacy has been declared the superfood of 2016. What is it? Lies. Yeah. Plum pudding. Yes. You got fucking stumped on that one, UK. <laughs> right, McShane swooped in on you. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, let's listen to uh, Sloan Glass of USA Today discussing why. There's a new hot superfood of 2016, and just by looking at it, you probably wouldn't guess that it's healthy. And the grossness of its name is only matched by the benefits packed into this unexpected superfood. Hey guys, I'm Sloan Glass with Buzz 60. Black pudding has been a staple breakfast food in many parts of the UK, especially in Ireland. Okay, yeah, Ireland is, of course, not in the U.S. <laughs> Ireland. Miss Sloan, I know you're in USA Today USA. and everything, and you're educated by infographics. Um, so, okay. Uh, Isn't we didn't it what get you any... call blood sausage, though? Yeah, blood we, sausage yeah. or black pudding. Or lumpia um, you call in it, Philippine. Yeah. Oh. Boudin noir. So does anybody, does anybody know why oh, it's a superfood? No. That was one, one little piece of the puzzle uh, that Sloan Cross did not, uh, or whatever the fuck her name was. Uh, it's because it's super gross. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. UK. Do you do you, do you understand the, the health benefits? Because I sure don't. Yeah, I'm fine UK? without ingesting blood. Sorry. I, I don't, what's the problem with it? It's lovely. No, I'm just wondering what makes it a superfood. <laughs> oh, it's Other than iron. Somebody. Yeah. Some lady said it was. Oh yeah. Oh, iron. Yes. I don't know. Because like, yeah, yeah. if you're anemic, lies. Oh. If you're anemic or have a, a condition like that. It will top you up pretty fast. I see. You know, you can. Yeah, it's, it's, but oh, you so have it's like getting buy... a blood transfusion, but yeah, it just food. seems like we're circling back around to old timey medicine, where it's like you must replace the blood. That's the answer. Yeah. Don't mm. vaccinate your kids. Give them blood. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you do you actually eat blood sausage? UK. I certainly don't. I had a friend who was vegetarian, but. Um, uh, used to eat black pudding, saying you could get it out without killing the animal. Oh, so I was like, Jesus. yeah, that's what happens. They're all giving blood in little church yeah. halls. Yeah, they're in a little, little Red Cross booth. The Duchy of Cornwall. Yeah. Yeah. Nice cookie after. 
Prince Charles has a new Duchy of Cornwall black pudding where they actually bleed members of the royal family and make pudding out of it. It's fantastic. Delicious. Well, that I would bet. kill them because aren't they They've all got just, good blood. Aren't they all inbred hemophiliacs? Yes. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, like hillbillies with crowns, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's the end of round one, my friends. And the scores are as follows. The USA has nine. The UK has seven. Oops. Sorry. Somebody's put some black pudding in front of us. I understand they have just been served <laughs> a plate of blood pudding. I am going or black nowhere pudding. near it. Oh, it's delicious. It's um, okay. If I can describe this to you. It's. Uh, I, I wish you would. It's a, a black pudding Scotch egg. So it's a it's a hard boiled egg inside a coating of of pure blood, congealed blood, <laughs> and then a breadcrumb yeah. finish. It oh, looks. God, delicious. I'm tenting. I'm tenting in my pants <laughs> yeah. right now. Do you want us to post uh, you some? Yes, oh, please. Just shove it through the mic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll work. I want you to eat it and describe the sensation. Okay, yeah. here it goes. Oh God, it's really gross watching this. Yeah. So you got me. Oh, the egg uh, can to we? Fruit. Okay. Now, <laughs> I, now I want you to stop doing everything because it's grossing me all the way out. It sounds like a nightmare version of a Charlie Brown teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the egg is gray. Uh-huh. Sure. The egg is gray. That's my favorite David Bowie B-side. <laughs> the egg is gray. The egg is gray. All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back after this. Hi, my name is Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. We host the medical history podcast Sawbones, a tour of all the weird, stupid, terrible, horrifying, hilarious ways that we've tried to fix people over the years. If you haven't been listening to Sawbones, you've missed out on topics like the seasick proof saloon, the woman who gave birth to bunnies, the unkillable Phineas Gage, the true story of typhoid Mary, polio. And you can check out Sawbones every Wednesday by going to iTunes or wherever podcasts are sold. They don't sell podcasts. I told you this. Or presented. <laughs> Offered for free. It's free. What better selling point could there be than that? Every Wednesday, MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are offered, it's Sawbones. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us, playing for the USA are Mike McShane and Josh Androsky. And playing for the UK, John Luke Roberts, Margaret Caborn Smith. We're moving on to a round we're calling This Just In. From the UK's sleazy hacks, fawning royal correspondents, and bombastic graphics to Fox News's everything. Neither nation <laughs> has much to be proud of uh, when it comes to uh, their coverage of current affairs. But let's celebrate each country's news anyway. There's no need to buzz in. Each uh, team will get a question. Uh, Team UK, you're up first. America has a strong tradition of news anchors with ridiculous names, but which of these is not a real American anchorman? Wolf Blitzer, Judd Hambrick, (laughs) Stone Phillips, Alvin Brickrock, Dick Palm, Kent Shockneck. (laughs) Is it only one? Really? Yep, only one one of those is not real. Can we have them again? (laughs) I would love to. Wolf Blitzer. Judd Hambrick, Stone <laughs> Phillips, Alvin Brickrock, Dick Palm, Kent Shockneck. Was was there one called Dick Poem? Dick Palm, I think. Dick, Dick Palm. Palm. When, but that seems too obvious. That. No, 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 it's too obviously no? fake to be fake. Surely. Mm. What's that? Brick mm-hmm. Brickrock. There was there was Brickrock brick rock or something. <laughs> We're going the fake is indeed Alvin Brickrock. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah, well Alvin Brickrock was the Alfred Hitchcock. On the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. Because when you lived in ancient oh, times, you had names that were of rocks. Yes. In the future, we'll have, like, jet names. Yes. Like the Jetsons. We'll all be, like, space. Everything will be spacey. Uh, well done. Kevin Spacey will be <laughs> in Spacey charge of the future. will rule of the curve. us all. Uh, all right. 
Question number two is for the U.S. To Brits, the most important part of any broadcast is the weather. Which of these is not a real weather forecaster with a ridiculously British name? Bob Crampton, Wincy Willis, Michael Fish, Sarah Blizzard, Jenny Frost, or Ian McCaskill? Which is not. Hmm. I gotta go Blizzard, right? Like, I'd no, go with Blizzard. No someone's or last Frost. Name Blizzard. Froster, One of those. Froster Blizzard. Frost Nixon. Frost Nixon. Uh, <laughs> go with Blizzard, mate. Blizzard? Yeah. yeah. We'll go with Blizzard. Oh, uh, you should have you followed your second instinct. It was Jenny Frost, who was, oh, yeah, of course, sorry. Also, sorry, man. was a member of Atomic Kitten. Uh, the rest are all very real. Yeah. She exists. The tide is She's high, real. but I'm holding on. She's real. <laughs> oh, did My they son the is actually high? called Frost Nixon. Kay Bornsmith. <laughs> it should you should have gone there. Mm. Uh, okay, question number three. I believe this is for uh, Team UK. Here's a Florida newsman freaking out on live TV. What word have we bleeped? What is he freaking out about? I refuse to talk about the today. You are on he your left. own, Amy. I can't he do it. I, I've had enough. He, I can't take any left. more he stories left. on this show. Okay, well, we got to get into it now because you mentioned it, John. Kylie Jenner Jeez. got a new. See, you you can hear, Jamie. Come here. Uh, so Kylie Jenner got a Let new me ask rabbit. you this, John. Oh, he left. Let, let me ask you this, John, because it'll it'll kind of flow into the story, and you don't have to talk about the. How would you like it if your daughter named her pet uh, John? Okay. What was he freaking out about? About having to talk about uh, Kim Kardashian's ass, was it? That's well, yeah. You're you're in the area. Am I close? You're okay. Because the they mentioned area. Kylie. Yeah. They mentioned right. Kylie. Right. So uh, that was be... a little bit of a tell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he didn't want to talk about the Kardashians. Uh, like, I don't want to talk about the Kardashians. Who is, does? To me, the new I don't own a television. Yes. Like, oh, g- you must be so deep. What do you read books? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Like, I don't want to talk about them either, but they come up. They're popular. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. And they're doing it. They're doing it. They're the one. They're taking the whole game. Yeah. And they're they're winning it. Yeah. They're exactly. It up, they're However confusing they're totally that is, yeah. they are winning. So we should. But pay what attention. is the game, and what are they doing? Uh, Only they know. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, Fame, I don't know, but we're, success, ta- we're talking money. about them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, it's all yeah. sex. It's branding. all about sexuality and, you know, it's, and It's money. branding yeah. and money and fame. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, by the way, like, I don't want to talk about the Kardashians. Guess what? You're talking about the Kardashians. <laughs> yes. Like, the Kardashians don't want to talk about you. That's why <laughs> yeah. they're not doing it. Like, like, it hasn't even entered their mind to talk about you. Could you imagine them at, like, the breakfast table? Like, that guy in Florida yeah. No, I don't want to talk about him. I don't want to talk about him. Stop they're talking like, about him. They like talk about Austrian all of us emperors. one by one. They pick a random American citizen and talk about them all day, I'm sure. I don't know. I've never seen the show. What if that's what Keeping Up With The Kardashians is? They just <laughs> one by one go through all... That's why it's been yeah. on the air for so long. They just go through every person in America yeah. and name them. Yeah. They're, only, they're only in the D. Right now, yeah. they're gonna be ever. Exactly. Uh, all right, Team US, this is for you. Uh, when it comes to quaint parochial bullshit, nobody is more quaint or parochial than the Brits. And by the way, I spent my entire weekend in pajama bottoms watching the Great British Baking Show. Yes, and I loved it. So good. Oh, I loved it. We're still, we're not, we're not quite finished with the new season. Uh, it, it broke my heart when uh, when was eliminated. Spoiler alert. Uh, okay, the uh, the biggest news story uh, in the last week came out of. Drummond in Newcastle upon Tyne, while uh, the U.S. had massacres and awards shows and Sharknados, what natural phenomenon was shaking Drummond in Newcastle upon Tyne? Hmm. A flood. Well. The weight of having three names. It's a lot of names. It's definitely a lot of names. It's a, it's a mm. big. Wait, what? Repeat the question one more time. All right. There, there was something happened in Drummond. 
in Newcastle upon Tyne, uh, Tyne. and uh, and it was like the biggest news story in the UK, and then also sort of in the US. <laughs> mm. And you're you 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 were you were ever so close, Mike McShane. Mm. And you said, "Is a a beer flood?" No, no, I can't accept that. Was it, it was, a flood of milk? <clears throat> no, it was a puddle. It was, it was a, a puddle. puddle. It was a really big puddle. Yeah, it was a big puddle, but it's it's still it's <laughs> still a puddle. puddle. Yeah, I mean, uh, sure, here's... it wasn't as big as a pond, but it was, it was no. a puddle. Yeah. I mean, it was at the limit of a puddle. Yeah. It was one inch yeah. more, it would have been a pond. Exactly, and that's well, the, the exciting thing, thing about you know. it. <laughs> right. I want to know more about it, and when I want to know more about a news story, I turn to my old friend Carson Daly. Let's listen to him. We're back at seven forty-nine. There's a puddle that everyone's looking at and talking about, Carson. There is. This is how this goes. I'm making this stuff up. Employees <laughs> working near Drummond Center in the UK, they've been watching people try and cross the same puddle for weeks, Savannah. That's a, like a child-sized puddle. They decided oh, to yeah. live stream it on Periscope <laughs> from their office window, and over a half a million people around the world actually tuned in to check it out. Here's some of the highlights of it. Oh, my goodness. The attention grew, so did the creativity. This guy poses with his surfboard right there at the puddle, <laughs> taking some pictures. This person here, a very... Uh, Smart person grabs a raft and try to get across the puddle there. Well, there it is. Yeah, so that's here, right. This this is the interesting thing. The Kardashians uh-huh. being famous in America, that's they're famous because it's like anyone can make it. Sure. That mm-hmm. puddle in England is the Kardashians of yeah. England because yeah. maybe it could be a pond one yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Celtic nature gods had really just different levels of how big and small they were, and that's like exactly. Ancient. And they just, you know, they're British. They tone it back a bit. Sure. Yeah. They don't, the pond doesn't have to have a sex tape. It's no. just yeah, a yeah, bottle. They, yeah, it's oh, just but it does now, It's like Kim Kardashian. It's perpetually wet and annoying. Oh. Yay. <laughs> I can actually, yes. I can also recommend the webcam that shows um, the Abbey Road zebra crossing, which is absolutely ah. hypnotic, which is a lot of people trying to do the pose and then oh, other yeah. people, actually, the cars trying to get past it. And, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's yeah. not the same zebra crossing. It's it not is the, the, it it's is not the, the original zebra crossing. It's been moved. <laughs> They've repainted it a different place on the road. Oh, man. Can That's not going to stop us. Can I ask a <laughs> no. puddle-based question? Yes, please. I just, I'm surprised. I would have thought puddle, like Fortnite, mm-hmm. was a uniquely British yeah. word. And it, it's a surprise <laughs> to me that you use the word puddle in America and you haven't come up with your own word for what a puddle would be. Splash hole. Yeah, splash hole. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or wet wang. I, yeah. <laughs> Wet Wang is so different. Oh, we even got it. We got a, like a musical act named after it now. Splash Hole. the Clown. <laughs> yeah. Puddles the Clown? Is yeah. that real? Yeah. Oh, God. What, what is Puddles the Clown He's incontinent. <laughs> he sings really well. Oh, oh. Jesus. I thought it was Gigi Allen's brother. Gigi <laughs> Allen is uh, one of my favorite people in history because he planned to commit suicide in front of a live audience yep. by sticking uh, dynamite up his ass and blowing himself up. Oh, my lord. But he, di- he overdosed on heroin before he had a chance. Can you believe it? <laughs> the best laid the plans. The best laid plans. Oh, Plan B, baby. so unlucky. <laughs> He's like your Guy Fawkes. <laughs> he is our Guy Fox. <laughs> we should have Gigi Allen masks at anonymous protests. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's much more fitting. <laughs> yeah. Losers we have. Anyways. You got vice behind you. Let's yeah, do this. Let's, do let's it. make it a thing. <laughs> All right. At the end of round two, the scores are the UK is in the lead with 11. The US oh, no. has yes. nine. Uh, we'll be back oh. with our final round after this. I'm 
I'm Allegra Ringo. And I'm Renee Colbert. And we host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Renee, can I tell you about a dog I met this week? Uh, I wish that you would. In turn, though, can I tell you about a dog hero? May I tell you about a dog breed in a segment I like to call Mutt Minute? (laughs) I would love that. Could we maybe talk about some dog tech? Could we have some cool guests on, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, Nicole Byer, and Ann Wheaton? I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. You're on board. What do you say we uh, we do all of this and put it into a podcast? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you think? All right. Uh, should we call it like I don't know? Can I pet your dog? Sure. All right. Uh, what do you What do you say we put it on every Tuesday on Maximum Fun or on iTunes? Sounds good to me. <laughs> Meeting's over. Hey, welcome back to International Waters, and so we go to our final round. Now I know both teams have tried crazy hard through this whole show. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know, it's been as useless as <laughs> Ashton Kutcher because the winner of the final round receives <laughs> one million points. Yes. One million points. I love points, Is that like baby. Bitcoins? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this round is called Kill Your Idols. Here's how it works. In it, we ask our teams to prove their loyalty to their home nation by taking down something universally beloved from the opposing nation. You must destroy a sacred cow. That is how you will receive one million points. And in so doing, you will lose the respect of the rest of the world. Team U.S., because you're just a tiny bit behind, I'm going to have you go first. Uh, I am putting two minutes on the clock. You must take down Monty Python, the 84% British comedy troupe uh, that influenced generations of U.S. sketch comics and TV shows. But to win the million points, you need to convince me why they are not as good as According to Jim. Okay? Uh, And your two minutes on the clock starts uh, now. Um, I think Monty Python is like the Stonehenge of British comedy. It's old, it's tired, it's inert, and people come and lick it to get like the catchphrases so they can drag their asses down to Dean Street and get a commission from a BBC editor of some kind. They pretty much bailed on comedy. They could barely fill Wembley last year and you just had people from the ring road wandering around going doing all the phrases of Erica Halfaby and wondering why it's not funny anymore. They even tried to stick Eddie Azard in the middle of it to make it remotely appealing to replace Graham Chapman, who's dead, whose only exists now as a fucking punchline for them to spill his ashes to get some media attention during the show. Most of them hang out in the Groucho Club and do, like, BBC documentaries about Rowan Ruins, which is what they fucking are by this time. <laughs> They're a bunch of privileged white guys, except for Terry Gilliam, who's a genius. And he's an American. And the fact is, those guys really are fucking worthless. They can sip champagne and, like, look under old Coke bindles looking for fucking interviews they can get on a fucking evening standard. And that's really about all they can do, except for John Cleese, who swaps out his wives like a fantasy baseball trading card freak. <laughs> and let's talk about how it's 2016 and how problematic Monty Python is. Yes. Uh, all white men much? Yes. Yeah. All right. According to Jim, you know, say what you will about according to Jim. According to me, there are some women on that program. Not just men in dresses. That's transphobic. That's sexist. If I'm on Tumblr right now, and teens, I know you're listening, I'm going to do a fuck no Monty Python dot Tumblr dot biz. I'm in. I'm going to start that, and I'm going to say, hey, where's all the people that don't look like uh, George W. Bush in Monty Python? Okay, there's there's less people that look like former President George W. Bush on the cast of According to Jim than there are in the cast of Monty, of Monty Python. And now I'm getting into a Bernie Sanders voice, and I think that the top 1% of Monty Python is all white, and they're the 1% of British comedy. Go, Bernie! Oh, all right, your time is up. That was beautiful. God, that was beautiful. Carol Josh, make... Cleveland. Exactly. Carol How is Carol Cleveland, Cleveland. not no, an official member of yeah, Monty Python? Yeah, that's I don't it. Know. Every Ask the old bit boys club. as vital 
as the rest of those guys. Now, Josh, you make very good points. Mike, I feel as though by just saying the word Monty Python, I, I pulled out a tiny little keystone <laughs> and, and just and like and there was just an avalanche of hatred, seething hatred that had been boiling inside for decades, perhaps. I used to like them when I didn't see other things like Marty Feldman or right. or I don't have like, like Sarah Pascoe or Bridget Christie or Ross Noble. Mm-hmm. A lot of British comedy nowadays is epic and brilliant stuff mm-hmm. and to me they're like a tired like it's like the fucking uh, the British symbol of the royal family. It's a tired old toothless lion being gored in the ass by the imaginative in- unicorn of improvisation. And we'd all much <laughs> rather hang out with the corgis that surround those old people. Yes. Absolutely right. But still Dave, David Bowie time. where did I he can't... come from again? David Bowie. Brixton. The, 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 space. It was space. Uh, out of space. Space. Out of space. It was space. It was a very British space. Okay. We're talking about David Bowie right now. All right, Team UK, it's your turn. Can I, I just, need you to well, take I, down. It doesn't seem fair that you've given Mike McShane someone, a, a group he genuinely seems to despise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't know. That was just kind of luck <laughs> of the draw. Uh, you know, and Eric Idle cheated Neil Innes. <laughs> oh. Oh, Eric we'll, Idle, we'll get yeah, that story off Michael air. Well, I'm not going to defend Eric Idle, but no, the rest of them no. are not bad. Good. Michael Palin, I will defend. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm true, not going to defend John Cleese. Either. All right, oh. I, I, mm, nah, not now. We have to. We have to move on. We have to. Move on. We, we literally could do this yeah. all day long. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this all day long. But yeah, Team UK, exactly. it's your turn, and I need you to take down oh, Bill Murray. Well, yeah, yeah. Well done. The party crashing. Lowbrow fashion, okay. Chevy Chase bashing, <laughs> barnstormer. Uh, Bill Murray is truly America's favorite dirty old man. Uh, but Team UK, in order to win the game, you must successfully convince me that he is the fucking worst. Your two minutes start now. Okay, in one word, Garfield. In two words, Garfield 2. If Luke. I can add to this, <laughs> I've only seen the first half of the film Scrooged and the first half of the film Groundhog Day, but he seems to be a right prick in those. <laughs> yeah, and also apparently he was... The only reason he did Garfield was because he was convinced that the Coen brothers was directing... I mean, that's pretty stupid, yeah. no? Yeah, that... That was... That's I mean, not... it might be just a comic anecdote he tells on chat shows, but... No, yeah, it's pretty no. stupid. <laughs> well, if he didn't do it... I mean, if he did it for other reasons, then... Yeah, what a there was. Yeah. yeah, he's got enough money. He yes, um, Bill means duck's mouth. Murray is a kind of mint. Okay. So like his this. name like means duck's mouth's mint, which is something to make <laughs> a duck's breath better. But ducks don't talk to each other or kiss, so this is a stupid invention. <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, and he eats his own young. He eats his own young. Yeah. yeah. And when that thing he does, where he surprises people by putting his hands on their eyes and then saying, "No one will ever believe you," is flat out creepy. Yeah. He's on a bar with this is our little secret. He... Or you do it if you wanted me to be happy. Yeah, he dislocates his own jaw, doesn't he? And yeah. He goes... oh, yeah. He swallows. He yeah, swallows, swallows children. Oh, only under four year olds. He eats whole by dislocating his jaw first. His Netflix. <laughs> Christmas special was, was baffling shit, to a British shit, audience yeah. and really pretty boring. <laughs> he didn't Fact. return for Charlie's Angels 2, showing his contempt for strong female, female role yes. models. Oh! Damn! He's not as good as Chevy. I can't say it. No. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no lost me right no. there. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I have to, oh. I have to stop you there. Wow. Wow. Yeah. God, you guys. Yeah. You truth. guys. It's I don't know that this is. You can't handle ever. the truth. Yeah. I, you and know, also, he you, screwed you over make... Eric Idle. No, he you screwed made... over Neil Innes. <laughs> Damn it. You made some incredibly good points there, uh, John Luke. Thank you. Uh, okay, I had not heard the Coen Brothers thing, but I made an incredulous face, and literally everybody in the studio and outside through this window grimly nodded. <laughs> so, what's the fucking story there? You got to What's know the that. story there? Because it was it a man called Joel Cohen who actually yeah. directed. Yeah. yeah. 
And um, he was. T- the, he says the reason he said yes is because it, he thought it was no, that, the Cohen. It's not quite. It was actually. It was directed by a Cohen. And he oh, misheard Cone. Cone as Cohen. Well, that's what Cones. you get when you they book your gigs breaks. through yeah. phone messages. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, exactly. by, by the way, can I just bring something up? The the whole thing where he um where he goes where he goes behind somebody and puts his hand over their eyes and whispers, <laughs> uh, no one will ever believe you. Yeah. You, you. There's one thing that I notice about those stories, which is that Everybody believes them. <laughs> Everybody believes them. Every, like he, he should do that and go like. Yeah, you're right. Everyone yeah. will believe you. This yeah. is what yeah. I do. This is all I do anymore. Congratulations, you have a party story <laughs> yeah, for the rest of your life. Source that of income now. Literally, everyone will believe. And also, he's American Irish Catholic, and you know that's part of our culture. The priest used to do that to me all the time. <laughs> and he won't stop talking about it at parties. Yeah. Oh God! You know what though? I mean, if there, this is a photo finish. If there ever was one, and in the spirit of generosity, in 2016, in the year of David Bowie's passing, yeah, it's a tie. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. the greatest country in the world. Magic, yeah. it's a tie. Well, I'm being magnanimous. Goddamn tie. I'm being magnanimous. <laughs> well done, America. Good. I've luck. been waiting my oh. whole life to hear someone British <laughs> say that. <laughs> exactly. Good luck, America. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, good luck, America. Yes. Well, well done, May the wind you. be behind well done, you. Okay. We're going to need it. All right, so before we finish, <laughs> do you guys have anything that uh, you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something else that someone else did that uh, you want to shine a light on. Uh, John Luke Roberts, we will start with you. Oh, um, what, to plug? Uh, yeah. Well, I could, I'm, this is only useful to a British audience unless anyone mm. wants to travel to London but I'm doing my stand-up show at the Soho Theatre from the 4th to the 9th of April. That's, that's what I can ah, plug. Mm. There we go. Ooh. Okay. It's, we, have, it, we have a lot of UK listeners, I think. Yeah, Maybe. good, do we? good. I don't know, I don't know I, whether um, that's true or not. I dress up as my dead father and do an ill-advised hour of comedy. <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> and yeah. that's where and when again? Uh, that's from the 4th to the 9th of April at the Soho Theatre, Soho, London, England, Great. the UK. 2016. Get it. And yeah. uh, something business. that someone else did that you want to uh, give some attention to. Um, I have been, I've been listening to, I know nothing about this man, but there's a man called John Grant who I think might be famous, whose album I've been listening to over and over again. It's brilliant. It's called Grey Tickles, Black Pressure. And there's a song called Voodoo Doll on it, which is lovely. Really lovely. Yeah. I saw him uh, at the Troubadour a couple months ago. Oh, and, wow. So he uh, exists. He does exist. He yes, does exist. He what, does a, exist. what a boring name to make up. Yeah. John Grant. No, right? John Grant. <laughs> yeah. um, and he, he, he was, it was a beautiful show, and you can see in his eyes that he's a mess. You know what I mean? That's what we like. Oh, you can hear it in his voice as well. It's You're a handful. <laughs> You're a handful. Uh, Margaret Caborn Smith. Um, I would like to plug uh, the online magazine that I write for, Standard Issue, uh, which is uh, it's a brilliant uh, online women's forum. It's Although very it's not good. As wor- yeah, it's, it's not as worthy good, as it's it always described as a woman's magazine. But I know. I really enjoy reading yeah, it. It's, it's great. It just <laughs> happens to be written by women. Um, and something I'd like to plug, there's a, a book called Life Moves Pretty Fast by Hadley Freeman, which is about... American movies generally and why they don't make them like they did in the 80s and it is uh-huh. it's surprisingly uh, brilliant and funny and insightful he's a good critic great yeah she's good so yes yeah, great book thank you for that Mike McShane um let's see for for me uh I've got a webisode that's coming out called Redbird uh-huh. it's about um a family torn apart by the pre-Civil War Kansas-Missouri uh, border territory disputes. Uh-huh. And it's got me, Armin Shimmerman from Deep Space Nine, um, John Prosky from uh, AI, a bunch of actors up in Kansas shooting each other and, and 
doing pistol draws and riding horses, going gee and haw, mm-hmm. but also deals with the politics of that time, uh, taking a non-slaveholding territory and trying to force it just into being uh, voting pro-slavery then. That's my, and that's where my family comes from, where I was raised. Okay. And you can find that where? I can find it. It's uh, kind of be on Vimeo right now is the trailer for it, and it's coming out in about a month. Uh, I think it's on Vimeo or on a larger format. Great. It's called Redbird. Okay. Yep. And something someone else did. Uh, it's a great uh, band of three uh, Romanian kids who live in L.A. called the Children Medieval Band, and they have a cover of a Ramstein song, Song. Yes. And, it's amazing. Yes. It's amazing. And now they're like, they, that's when they lived in Romania. Now they live in the U.S. They live in Southern California, and they do a lot of covers like Cream, Ramstein, The Stranglers, for the U.K. lovers there. And they do their own stuff, and they do Renaissance music. And they're like, respectively, 9, 10, and 12. What's their name again? Children in the singular, Children Medieval Band. They're brilliant. Children Medieval Band. They're fantastic. Done. Josh Androsky. Uh, if you live in Los Angeles, uh, I run a stand-up comedy show every Sunday night at the Bigfoot Lodge in Atwater Village called Babe Island. Uh, we've had all your faves, Maria Bamford, Kyle Kinane, Roy Scovel, Ron Funches. We've had them all on our show. I think Adomian, James Adomian is going to be in our next one every Sunday, 9 o'clock, Bigfoot Lodge. And it's free. Great. Uh, and then the thing I would like to plug uh, that someone else has done is a podcast on this very network by my very good friends, Tess, Barbara, and Brandy. Mm-hmm. The Ladies to Lady podcast. It's great. Uh, everybody should listen to this. They are so funny, and uh, it is literally exactly what our country needs in a time of crisis, is three women getting a, maybe a little high and just dealing with it. <laughs> dealing with it. They're the best. Head the fuck on. Yes. Great. Lady to Lady. All right. Uh, I'm Dave Holmes. I have to plug this because I can't believe it's happening, and it probably won't. All three of these people will probably cancel, but as of now, <laughs> uh, we're doing a show. Um, uh, the, I do the, the Friday 40. It's this monthly game show that I do with Scott Gimple, and it's at the uh, Meltdown Theater on February 12th. That's a Friday night, 9 p.m. Our contestants uh, are going to, and I cannot believe this, and I'm telling you it's not going to happen, but I'm just, here it is. Our contestants next month, Margaret Cho, Mindy Cohn, Natalie from The Facts of Life, and Ryan Phillippe. I wow. don't understand how that threesome came together. But it's allegedly going to happen. That's a trifecta, wow. man. That's a real trifecta, and who kn- who knows what the fuck is going to happen? Uh, and something else uh, that someone else said. I'm listening to the Power Bottom album a lot. It's really fantastic. Power Bottom. P W R B T T M. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mike McShane, Josh Androsky, John Luke Roberts, Margaret Caborn Smith. Thank you so much for playing International Waters. You, you there with the thank headphones? You. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, David. Playing with Mike McShane. Rusty, John Roberts, Parker K. Smith, thank you for the applause. Uh, our theme music is USA versus White Noise. Lady Tron, big ups to them for letting us Hey, hey give it up for yeah. Free Post in London. That's where this show is recorded by John Purcell Shackleton and Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles by Jennifer Marmer. The script was written by a serious Coke and and Sarah Morgan. Oh. And our producers are Colin Anderson and Jennifer Marmer. Lovely boy. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.